Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How much time till we're on? What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. <laughs> Hang on. What? What's this? What's this? It's a classic from the 80s, mate. Yeah, but it's not up. It's in the Cobra, mate. It's not up the flagpole of this show. It's Holiday from Madonna. Oh. Wait for it. Here we go. Oh, this is dark. Holiday. Best on you, based on yourself. Of course. The whole one shift, okay? So focus. Hello and welcome to Sports Day. Uh, Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. What is a massive show? Huge show coming up uh, tonight for our listeners through the Super Radio Network. 1170 SEN in Sydney, SENQ693AM in Brizzy, SEN Track Stations, Fanatic. Those listening via the SEN app and our listeners through SENZ in New Zealand. Kia, World Gym Australia, Nutrient Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers, are our proud sponsors. Great to have you on board. Um, it's, a, it's not a show unless you're involved. And my God, there is so much to talk about tonight. Our text, 0457 736 736. New Zealanders, 8833 is our text. Or you can call us, 1300 01 1170. Uh, TikTok, by the way, Sports Day SEN. Instagram, SCNQ, and on X, Sports Day NSW. Show tonight. The man who just stole the show. Uh, when was it? I think it was last Wednesday. Oh, I'm, yeah, last Wednesday at the Gabba. Michael Nisa, who scored that quick BBL bites. number 476. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's been cut back this year. You can't sit there and say you haven't enjoyed the BBL. It's been amazing this year. I've only really watched I watch a bit of the Sixers because of Socky. Yep. Steve O'Keefe, big fan of Socky's. I watched the Adelaide Strikers because of Chris Lynn. Yep. And I watched the Heat. I'll tell you, Michael Neese the other night scored 60-odd, took two wickets and probably the catch of the competition this mm. year. So we'll have a chat to him soon ahead of the uh, qualifier tomorrow night at Heritage Bank Stadium between the Heats and the Sixers. We're going to ask him if someone else can get a run. Like, can someone else do something tomorrow night? Do you have mm. to hog everything? Uh, we're going to check in with Rat, see how he's going. Uh, Are we actually doing that? Yeah, he's, okay. he's back at work Monday next yep. week. 
He says he's bored. He's looking for something to do. Mm. What about research rat? Talk to his wife, Chloe. See whether she's bored. Having him in the home. She may have moved out. Wonder how many rounds of golf he's played since oh, he's been away. Please. I reckon he plays more when he's working. Um, doubles ledge. How good is this? Tennis, Australian tennis royalty. Stop watching old rugby league games. <laughs> Australian tennis royalty is filling in for us tonight instead of BP. It's doubles legend Mark Woodford. The two Woodies. I don't know if they talk at the moment. The two of them aren't coming on. No, well, they, they, well yeah. they don't. I think they had a, they split up. Did they really? Well, they were never together, if you know what I mean. But they were on the court. These, this, mate, they're, they're tennis royalty. Hmm. There's hardly a better doubles act. I know, I know oh, you like Kyrgios and no, Kokonakis. No, they're the best. They're the best partnership in in tennis history. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Without without a doubt. Their record alone. But they're not the best partnership ever in everything, are they? Because no, probably not everything. I'm going to throw out Hall and Oates. <laughs> Hall and Oates. Is this what you're bringing to the table in your last shift before you go mate, on holiday? I'm already. My bag's packed. <laughs> the car's running. I've got to go soon. You're, you're bringing Hall and Oates. <laughs> okay, Laverne and Shirley. Oh, Stusty and Hutch. <laughs> Who's yours? Oh, uh, no, 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 Charchi no. and Joni. No, no, you'd be like the Fonz <laughs> and Mrs. C. Brady and Gronkowski. He's in Australia next week, isn't he? Tom Brady. Yes. Mm. Sell out concerts. Oh, Kevy and whoever. <laughs> That's who you'd say. Customato and Mike Tyson. <laughs> Uh, so this is the gear you're bringing this to the right. show. You've uh, really given up tonight, Vegemite and toast. No, seriously. Uh, Hall and Oates are the greatest doubles act ever. Yeah. Okay. Is that you're not playing along, are you? Well, I just threw out a few to you, but you just laughed at me. But Three burning questions with a daddy as well tonight. And... Things that make you... Things that make you go... Have you got a hook and tease for us tonight for things that make you go... Mm? No. Have you done anything? No, well... Rat does more research than you. Yeah, well, you know, that's not true. I'll give you one stuff off the bat. Yep. What the hell's going on with Nick Kyrgios's voice, that fake American accent? He's a good commentator. I like him. I'm sure that was him in the Popper and Djokovic uh, match last night, right? Yep. And I'm going, who's that bloke who's got, like, a fake American accent? Is an Aussie with a fake American it was Nick. He was good. I liked him. I've never. I liked he, him. Where Where did he pick the American accent up from? Well, he hangs out a lot of NBA players and. Mate, he's from know. Canberra. He's yep. from Gungarland. Yep. He don't have American accents in Canberra. He spends a lot of time in America, so obviously he would pick it up, wouldn't he? Oh, here we go. What? Here we see. People love this already. The best twosomes in the history of the world. Yep. Right. Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> that, no. That's from 133. That was... They got, they got names. Jeff Daniels and... Who was the other one? Jim Carrey. Oh, was that Jim Carrey? Yeah. Mm. Jordan and Pippin. Yep. That's from Cam. Yeah. 133 loves Holiday. I've got, a, uh, I've got a things that may go, hmm. What? Kim Jong-un yeah. <laughs> killed his own uncle by throwing him naked into a cage with a hundred stray dogs. Wait. So they're rabid dogs, right? They weren't yeah. just like puppies. No. <laughs> he licked me to death. Yeah, no, they're rabid dogs. Right. Yeah. Why would you do that? Hundred straight because he's an imbecile. 
See, this is why it alleged imbecile. So elections are held in North Korea, okay, every yeah. four to five years. Yeah. But Kim Jong-un is the only person on the ballot. Yeah. Well, that's fair enough. I dare you to go up against him. <laughs> go on. Mm. It doesn't everyone just wear beige? Is that true? Is he just wear beige? Like I don't know. Big... I'd love to go there. I would love. Really? Yeah, Phnom Penh or whatever. It's, is that the name of the, the capital there? Phnom Penh. <laughs> What is it? You all right? You having a stroke? <laughs> hey, what about the cricket today? Like seriously, like I, I was, I was thinking, you know, partly tongue in cheek, we might go two days, two sessions, but I don't think we're going to get that far. The Windies, uh, look, l- first let's go back six for seventy three. So with the ball, mm-hmm. outstanding performance. Shamar, Oshama, um, Joseph, five for ninety four. On debut. Yeah. Outstanding. And didn't pick up Tail Enders Bar probably Exactly, two, yeah. You know, what, one? Probably two. You got line as well. But but I'll just mate. And they come out to bat and they've just been absolutely pathetic. Mm. Pathetic. Yeah, they have. They have been. They have been. But yeah, we I mean, many of the experts ex- ex- expected this. I think I think what West Indies threw up in their bowling attack actually shocked a lot of uh, cricket lovers. It, I mean, it shocked me, definitely shocked me. It's great to see Joseph do what he did with the bat and, of course, with the ball. I love the way they celebrate. It took a great ch- catch on the boundary, actually, I've got to say that. But I love the way they celebrate. It was. Um, but you've got to be, a, be able to bat as well. Yeah, exactly. So to be able to back that up now in their second innings has been abysmal. So Australia went in with a 95-run lead, all out for 283. Of course, Travis Head... Uh, got another century, outstanding. Saved the innings. So good. Yeah, to be quite honest. Uh, yeah, if you missed it. Had a real had a real 50 over uh, flavour to it as well. If you missed it, here it is. Monty Bowles, head, gets a full ball, driving through the offside. Out to the boundary for four. And for the second time, Travis Head gets a century in his own backyard here at Adelaide Oval. A seventh overall. The first time since the World Test Championship final and in consecutive test matches against the West Indies here at home, he raises his bat and celebrates three figures. He'll celebrate with a long neck or two tonight, no doubt, Travis Head, but, geez, he was good again. And he made it look really easy. I just like the way, again, dare I say it, in in your company, He's he's got a he's got a, a lot of David Warner about him the way he attacks Test cricket. So that's why I was a surprise that he that he probably didn't become the opener to that's, try and replicate that. I that said approach. that all along. I, mm. I thought he should have. Yep. Um, Smith and Green both failed in the new positions. I haven't even checked X today, but that's probably blowing up. That's not really, isn't it? It's uh, okay. Yeah, it's not really. Right. Okay. Mm. Well, they won't bat a second innings. So hey, can on the back of uh, young Joseph's. Pace bowler, bowling at good speed, getting five wickets. Crash Craddock, who's one of our favourites. Yeah. He's one of the best journalists, I think, in world cricket. He's number one. Is he number one? Officially? Bar at number two. Okay. I could be three. Are you ahead of... Peter Lawler? Peter yeah. Lawler? Yeah, he's... Okay. Uh, so he, they've asked him to put his top ten pace bowlers of all time. Mm-hmm. I want you to give me... Just give me some names who you think should be in there. Okay, uh, I, would I, I think. S- what what eras are we talking about here? History. 
in the history so of cricket. So I'll tell you one. Back in the 50s, there's a guy named Freddie Truman. Okay, he's Truman. In, he's in there. So top 10 Truman. Okay. okay. Is, who's the one from the 60s? No, I'm going to – this is going to be – okay, uh, Jimmy Anderson, England. Really? Mm. Okay. Uh, Lenny Pascoe from Bankstown. No. Bum, bum. Um, Australian bowlers, uh, Dennis Lilly. DK Dennis Lilly, East 3. Okay, Lilly's there. Um, Tomo. Bum, bum. Not there. No. Cummins. No. Cummins is not there. No. Fast bowlers. Okay, let's go. It's going to be, well, it's West Indies, right? So let's go uh, Malcolm Marshall. Number one. Is he number one? Yep. Kirtley Ambrose. Kirtley Ambrose is number five. This is going to be all right. Uh, Bishy. Ian Bishop. Bum, bum. Doesn't make it. No. Uh, other Michael West. Holding. Not bum, there? Bum. Not there. You just saved me a guess. Don't tell me because I want our listeners to try and work this out as well. Um, so no Jimmy Anderson. No. Uh, what about Willie? Bob Willis, sorry. Bob Willis, no. He didn't make it. No. Australian bowlers. Any other Australians You're on the list? You're missing one of the most obvious ones for Australia. Well, I said Lily. Mm-hmm. And the second one would be... Who's probably Australia's most economical speed bowler over the years? Oh, McGrath. McGrath's number four. Oh, Hadley? Sir Richard Hadley is number seven. How many have we got now? We've got uh, one, two, three, six. That's including Freddie Truman. Oh, uh, was a Macram. He's number two. Waka Yunus made the list? Waka Yunus, number eight. Ooh, Good story going... about Waka Yunus. What is it? Uh, Brett Lee, though, obviously one of the great speed bowlers as well. Um, Waka Yunus and both he and Waka Yunus used to just go toe-to-toe. Yeah. If, if Brett Lee bounced one of his batters, he'd do the same to one of the Australian batters. He said, I came into bat once and he said, we were struggling. And he said, Waka was back near the boundary rope. And he said, he looked at me and he he come flying and bowled at least at least 155. It would have been close to 160. And he said, next ball, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Frightening. He had a real weird uh, bowling style too, didn't he? So you've got... Um, I'm missing an English bowler, two, aren't I? You've got two more. An English bowler? No. Right, okay. I'll stop thinking. Uh, West Indies. Is there any more West Indies on the list? No. Okay, so Indian. There'd be an Indian there. Ah, uh, yes. Capital uh, Dev. Dev. Yeah, one five one from New Zealand. Hadley, you're right. Sir Richard Hadley was there. Yeah, he's number uh, seven. Capital Dev. Capital Dev. No, it's a good guess. Capital Dev. Brett Lee's not there, of course. No, no. No, I reckon we're done for Aussies. We've got two Aussies on the list. I'd... You're done for Aussies. You're done for Poms. You've done, done for, for Kiwis. West Indies. Done for Kiwis. Oh, South African. Um, there would be. Oh, geez, which one do you go with? Are you thinking Pollock? No, okay. I'm not. I'm thinking, um, oh, what's his name? Do you want me to tell you? Dale yeah. Stain. Dale Stain. Were you course. thinking him? Uh, yes, I will. Oh, no, Dale Stain. And who was the other one? He's number six. Before Dale Stain. Uh, so there's oh, one. Alan Donald. Alan Donald, I was mm. thinking. There's one more. Number nine. No one from Zimbabwe? No. It's Sri Lanka, isn't it? No. The Lion of Lahore, Imran Khan. Oh, of course. Yeah, number nine. It's a good list, isn't it? But it's interesting some of the ones you threw up. Like, yeah, you talk about Bobby Willis and Jimmy Anderson based on his numbers. Jimmy Anderson should be on the list. Based on his numbers and probably not sure about what he, his average is. Okay, because so, some of these, like Malcolm Marshall's an average of 20. And Bishop's not on the list. No. So it's a good list. Crash Craddock. All righty. Um, who's missing? 
Who's missing from the list? If you were to put together your list, who would you have in there? I, I, I would definitely have Jimmy Anderson, as much as it kills me. Uh, and I, I like Lenny Pascoe. We, was, sh- we was should Mitch, have Italian Was Mitch on Johnson there. dominant for long enough? No. You know what? I've been watching some videos. Um, yeah, Alan Donald should be on there. He was frightening. Absolutely yeah, so frightening. Let's do our listeners list, and we're not going to poo-poo crashes because he knows what no he's No Joel Garner. No Joel Garner. No Andy Roberts. No Andy Roberts. Garner, Roberts. Can you leave some for our listeners? <laughs> Imran Khan, you're right, 133. Yeah, Cam, Allen Donald, he missed out. Um, all right. Of course, it's all very subjective because this is Crash Craddocks. Uh, but when you look at the averages, it's amazing averages. Um, yeah, Imran so he's Khan, 133, he's in there. See, I... I wouldn't go back to the 40s. I like you just go, well, okay, if you're going to go back, what about body line? Harold Larwood. Harold Larwood, yep. Mm. You know, changed cricket. I look at some of those names, but and I think how bad test cricket is now. I know. Yeah, you look at all those, all those players, and, and Freddie Truman, of course, who you know, a lot of us wouldn't have seen play um, other than footage, but test cricket is just on the nose, isn't it, unfortunately, when you look at some of these great bowlers. Marshall and Ambrose, only two West Indians as well. Yeah, that's surprising, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right, what do you think? 0457 736 736. A text that came through to the SEN uh, cricket call team today. Um, it's from Trenton and Anchorage. And Trenton, no, this is not to us. And I hope you don't mind me uh, reading this out because I think your words are spot on, mate. Um, is referring to the West Indian batting this afternoon. This isn't entertainment. It is very damaging to the game of test, test match cricket. And I agree. We, we want to be entertained watching the game. We had a close game up until the Windy's second innings. What mm. were they, two for none at one stage? Two for one. Two for one. Like, yeah. you're right, Trenton. I don't know you. You're not a listener of ours. But that, that te- text sums it up for me. Well said, mate. It is not entertainment. It's entertaining if you want to see total domination by an Australian bowling attack. You enjoy watching that. You enjoy your country, your nation, just putting another country into total submission. But then when you look at it holistically across the entire game, it's, you know, as I said earlier on, test cricket, unfortunately, because I love test cricket. It's been on the nose for quite a while. Yeah, but you want to see a contest. You do, but we're not going to see it because a lot of nations don't take it seriously yeah. enough. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Let's just yeah. keep it to the four nations, Australia, England, India, and New Zealand, at least the Kiwis. Take it seriously. Break time. This is Sports Day. Three burning questions on the way next. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. You like this song? This is what I'll be doing on holiday. Is this Morgan Whalen? No, close. Luke Combs? No, close. You mentioned his name the other night. You know who this is, Daddy? Chris Stapleton. Tennessee Whiskey. Used to spend my nights. Oh, I love this. Best, Ameri- I best American on. national anthem at a at a Super Bowl. You're telling me that? Yeah, it's amazing. I love pulling this up. Really, that my neighbours love it too. About eleven o'clock on a Saturday <laughs> night. Anyway, He's outstanding. 
is unbelievable. Time for this, ladies and gentlemen. Now it's time for three burning questions. Thanks to our mates at Toolkit Depot. Air Corner Tunes, Daddy Vass, our producer, has going on at 11 o'clock on uh, Saturday night. Keep Jeez, the fire the temperature's burning. just gone up in here, hasn't it, boys? The sizzle. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, first burning question. Now, the Panthers, they have a bit of extra coin in the back of their pockets. 850K. Mm. Who should they go after in 2025? Boys. So who's available at the end of next year, Daddy? Uh, ma'am. Man hasn't officially signed with the Broncos yet, and he's asking over a million, so he'd probably cut him out. Clifford? Jake Clifford would get – you get him cheap from the Cowboys. Dewey? Adam Dewey won't play at all this year. They're thinking of a majority of the year, so you'd get him, you'd get him at a good price. You mm. wouldn't want him, though. He'd be risky. Yeah. Mm. Dion Taupe, the young Dion Tauper from South, he's sort of the heir apparent to – to Cody Walker, he'd he'd be he'd get him really cheap as well. I don't think they need to look for anyone. You know why? Because I think they've got to upgrade some players with that eight fifty. But Dane Laurie, you look at what how they've been successful. They've got this five eight who jumps around like a jack in the box. He's unpredictable. He's got a better kicking game than Dane Laurie, um, Jamarone Luai. But Dane Laurie is pretty much a replica the way that he plays, and he has played number six as well. And when you've got the best player in the game at number seven. Surely there's someone coming through the ranks at Penrith as well. They don't normally yeah, they have to look Jack far. Cole. They bought this Brad Schneider as well. He's a good player. Who played for Canberra, went over to England. He's a really he's going to play the Jack Cogger sort of role. Um, but if Jack Cogger was staying there, oh. it'd, it'd just be Cogger and Cleary. Yeah, it would but be. But I, I don't think they need to go anywhere. I think I think Dane Laurie's their man. And, and, they'll be able to up, and they'll get him for the right price as well. Yeah, well, they're playing alongside Cleary yeah. for starters. They won't be spending anywhere near that. that no, 850. so they'll be able to update. They'll be able to upgrade some players like Jesse McLean. Give and your son a pay rise. Exactly. Peachy will be all right too. Peachy be good. He can slot in there. Yeah. All right, next one. Uh, now, the Bulldogs have been very active this offseason. Uh, probably the the most recruits we've probably ever seen. Um, now, have they recruited in the right positions? Actually, Mad Skids on the text line has made a good point here. Things that make you go, hmm, Bulldogs looking at Tyrrell May and more players. Now, Tyrrell May is a front row, a young front row, which mm. they've got Max King, um, Luke Thompson's retired, oh, sorry, moved on. Tavita Pengai Jr. is now boxing. So they really need a, a an up-and-coming, exciting front row or a, a really well-established front row, which they haven't got. They bought a lot of utility. You, you quickly go through some of the utilities, and you can make a really good team of utilities. I've got to say that. But, um, yeah, they've got... So if you look through their players, just looking through them here, well, you've got Drew Hutchison is is a, a, a utility. Mm. Um, yeah, it's 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 an interesting one. Drew Hutchison, Kurt Mann, Jamin Salmon, Blake Taft, Connor Tracy's a good player. So he and um, Steve Crichton, the centres, Jack Turpin's a hooker. Bronson Sherry's coming back from a long layoff. It's a lot of 14 jerseys. It is. Will they make the eight? No, I don't think they will. I don't no. think they will. No. Yeah, they don't have any specialised specialist positions other than Crichton in the centres. Mm. And you could say Tracy as well in the centres. Um, How are they going for the salary cap, do you think? Brown paper bags. <laughs> Roosters. <laughs> you just look at any opportunity, don't you? Hey? I'm just, I'm asking. Mm. They've spent a lot of money, the Bulldogs, haven't they? I'll tell you what, they've got some, they've got some people that can score tries. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's true. Yeah. All right, last one. Uh, we spoke about New South Wales and the next captain for them early in the week. So let's if, that's flip if the, Tedesco retired. If Tedesco yeah. retires, flip the coin. 
DCE hangs up the boots. Who's the next captain for Queensland, boys? Yeah, Munster. Really? I think, I think he. I think Harrigan. At, I think at Origin level, that's what Munster needs. You know, I think that's his next challenge. You know, we go to another level. Well, Has he got another level. Well, he's you know he's, he's had a child now. He's got married. You sort of you find other priorities in life when you when you got another responsibility. And um, I've always felt as though in life you're better when you absolutely yeah when you have yeah. your, your yeah. child. Uh, yeah. uh, in rugby league, I know that's for a fact. And then I think the next challenge for him is is probably leading his his state. Oh, he'd be perfect at Origin as a, as a captain. And then right. I like Paddy Carrigan. You mentioned Paddy Carrigan. Yeah. I mean, there's still a fair few years between those two. Mm. And by the time Munster is not playing or whatever happens with Munster, Carrigan will be probably your next automatic choice. Mm. Yeah. Oh, they may even go to a system where you have dual captains, mm. a, a forwards leader and a backs leader. I'm not a fan of the oh, I'm not co-captains. Either. I'm not, I, don't, I hate it in AFL yeah. as well. What happens with the halfback? Tommy Dearden. Easy. Race, Easy. Is. Tom did. If DCE and, and Ben Hunt sort of retire or at the, the same time. Are there any other halfbacks coming up through New South Wales that you could steal? <laughs> oh, well, Adam Reynolds has played a couple of years. In, oh, there you go. The Adam now, Reynolds. So. He's, he said he's a Queenslander now. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> are you serious? Adam Reynolds, you can get lost. You used to be all right. <laughs> Thank you. Three burning questions. Toolkit Depot. Everything you need to get back to work. Tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear in store and online. Let's hope he's all right. It's a welfare check. We're going to check in on the rat next here on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Hey, welcome back to the show. If you've um, been at work all day and haven't heard, the Aussies finished up about 100 runs ahead of uh, the West Indies in the first innings, and the Windies are in big trouble. Six for 70-odd at the end of day to six. Uh, It's embarrassing. Hmm. It's an absolutely embarrassing. Well, it's not as embarrassing. We've got Crime Scene says, finally, finally, you guys are on. I want to confess that Test Cricket has reignited my passion for rom-coms on Netflix. Um, <laughs> I just love the way they... <laughs> but he's just... <laughs> Test Cricket is uh, it's turning a few people off. Hey, Josh, you know, on that Queensland halfback thing, Josh has texted in saying, forgetting about a guy named Sam Walker for the seven. Yeah. I think Sam Walker's got to do his apprenticeship behind Tom Dearden, right? Well, Tom's been there in yeah. game three a couple of seasons ago and, and put in a man of match performance. Yeah. Sam played a fair bit of second grade this year and came back and made a difference to the Roosters when he came yeah. back. But Sam Walker will play plenty of origin in his career. He's a Ma- good young player. Mark Woodford joining us soon. He's a hardworking man. Speaking of not hardworking, uh, Matt Rogers. On the line right now. He's just come <laughs> off seven weeks annual leave. Rap before... He doesn't get annual leave here. Well, he's... There's no official annual leave for someone he's who's here a... two days a week. He's a better negotiator than you, and he managed to hoodwink me and get seven. But no, that's only part of his holiday. Uh, Rap, before we uh, find out what you've been up to, and this is just a welfare check to make sure you're okay for next week. Yeah. There... You're involved in a lot of these reality show WhatsApp groups and you know all the goss that's going on. A rumour came through last night that Scott Sattler is going into the jungle. Have you heard anything? Oh, I'm going to chase that up. I'm going to chase that up. I, I, um, 
Yeah, I've been I've I've been around the traps in that space, as you know, Jace, and um, I know a few people, so I'll get the lowdown. I'll have it for us on uh, on Monday, that's for sure. Okay, so Rat, can you explain to us why you? I mean, you are a passionate San Francisco 49 Forty Niners fan. Sometimes, yeah, he, he, lo- he just loves them. He, yeah. he, he would bleed time, for them like he bleeds time. for the Cronulla Sharks. Yes, and, but then you get went yeah. to America uh, just recently, both you and your beautiful wife Chloe, and you yep. were decked from head to toe in Buffalo Bills. Is it because they gave you free tickets or what? Didn't have, didn't own any, didn't own any of it. Um, just, just a disclaimer. Um, my my sister in law lives in Buffalo, um, mm. so. We went and visited, and they took us to a game on New Year's Eve. And uh, no, the tickets weren't free, but they did. They did take us onto the field afterwards, which was a lot of fun, um, kicking a few goals and um, scoring some touchdowns. But mate, it was an amazing atmosphere. It was like minus four degrees. I was going to say, it looks. Uh, it looks like another, just another level of cold in Buffalo. Oh, mate. The, the thing is, too. Uh, I mean, it's packed. Like the stadium is jam-packed, seventy-two thousand people, and you, you can't move. So you just got to stand still. So you got to rug up, mate. Because I'll tell you what, three and a half hours of standing there. Um, they, they were telling stories about having to like poke the top of their beers to to defrost them. Um, they became like icy. It was about minus four when we were there, but I think I think it was about minus sixteen the other night. Um, so yeah, it's a different place. But yeah, I'll tell you what's amazing about Buffalo is it's the only ground that's built in the middle of like um, suburbia. So all the tailgating is done on private land. So it's Probably, you've probably seen some of the crazy stuff that happens there mm. with the Bills Mafia, but um, it was quite an experience because they can they can basically get away with whatever they want because it's on private land and the police can't tell them to stop, you know, going crazy. Mm. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was an experience, one to behold. Uh, uh, but yes, I am still a Niners fan, and I'm hoping they play the Bills in the finals, in the Super Bowl. Don't see that happening. Yeah, oh, I think it'll be the Ravens will be there. I think. Hey, um, just a quick. Oh, maybe it's going to be good though. It's going to be a good playoff series. Um, the half hour audience are falling asleep now. We're talking getting deep into the NFL. But one quick question about Buffalo. Sorry, sorry. One quick question about Buffalo. This is a serious question. What are the wings like? Amazing. I went went to the Anchor Bar. That's where they were founded uh, in nineteen sixty four or something. Where they the first person who. Ripped them up and made them, and well, that's what the history says anyway. But uh, phenomenal. And Buffalo, everywhere you go, yeah. you know, they've got to nail the wings, otherwise um, the locals rip into them. So you don't get a bad wing in Buffalo. Right, yeah. Uh, you've been playing lots of golf. Lots of golf, mate. Yeah, been playing pretty ordinary. Uh, so it's a good time for us to get out there, Jason. You might have a chance of beating me. Well, Sats unfortunately got beaten by a vision impaired guy uh, the other day. <laughs> nice gesture. Went out and played <laughs> against him. I'm yeah. being serious. He's the best putter I've ever seen. Yeah, and Sats got Sats has been beaten by me by me twice now. Once with Ian Healy and Andrew McCulloch. You haven't beaten me individually. Oh, wow. well, it's a team sport, mate. Oh. Macker and I got an eagle. Well, I played Legal. no part in it. Yeah. Uh, he drove a par four. Nice, he nice. drove a par four well, well, and putted. I look forward to getting back into it with your boys and getting on the golf course. And Because and, I haven't actually played with either of you yet. And I know Sats is an athlete. I'm, I'm unsure about you, Jace, but I know you get out there and you love it. So I want to see this swing and see how you go. And I've I'm never said. Sats twice now. Hey, Rat, Rat and listeners also, on Monday night joining myself and Rat is Toddy Carney's going to come in for the show. Oh, how good. Yeah. What a legend Toddy Carney is. Mm. Now, who's going to keep an eye on him? Carney. He's fine. Nah, he's all right. He's, he's, all right. Fine. Yeah. he's on the straight and narrow, mate. He's doing some great things. Yeah. Yeah, hasn't he got a business? I, I, he, he works as a mentor at a, um, um, well, at a, well, at a school. He's working. Oh, nice. Mm. 
Yeah, he's working at a school coaching a, a young footy side, and he's also coaching the Byron Bay Red Devils. Yeah. My son just signed up to play with him next year. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. All right, well, you three will enjoy yourself on, on Monday night. I'm on holidays, mate, so I just want to do the handover. Beautiful. Well, mate, well deserved. Yeah, thank Enjoy you. Yourself. Jeez, why has Rat been so nice to me and ignoring Steve you? Steve says, how great to hear the Rat. I love the Rat. Shut well, up, Steve. let's ask Rat first. It's the start of the year, Jay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's ask Rat how he thinks Parramatta will go. Will they make the eights? Parramatta are no chance. There we go. Let's wait for <laughs> Steve's next I'll, text. I'll start, I'll, I'll start Parabashing now. I'm happy to. That's good to hear. All right, mate. Monday night, you're back on Sports Day with Satsy. Catch you then. Good on you, boys. Looking forward to it. See ya. There he goes, Rat Rogers. See ya, Matthew 1T. Going back to it's do... It's a weird ma- way to spell your name, isn't it? M-A-T. What's his uh, mum and dad thinking? He's gone back yeah. now to do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's done. He's like, oh, they interrupted me. I was having an afternoon nap. Well, it's evening. Mm. Are you reckon he's cooked dinner for his lovely wife, Chloe, at any stage? Not a chance. No, no. no. Uh, Spart says, I see crime scenes per- uh, penchant for rom-coms and I'll raise him world movies. About test cricket, where it's forcing you to watch something else. Really? I, I love it. I, I do too. I, I love watching Australia completely dominate in bowling. Is it, is it because of our childhood? It takes us back to that. And you go, oh, I just always had the... Our house, you'd walk in and the cricket was always on. Hmm. It was always on. It was like you didn't have to sit there all day and watch it. But you'd come back in, have a look, and, and then go outside. I get, I, it just reminds me of childhood growing up. Commentary's a bit different now, but yeah. Um, Jace, give yourself an uppercut. Adam wanted to stay at the Rabbitohs. Mikko Twimble. Yeah, I know that, Mikko, but when he starts saying he loves the Broncos and all that, it does, you know, it hurts. Now, Simo says also, G'day, Woogie and Sats. As a St. George Illawarra Dragons fan, thank God I'm also supporting the Sydney Sixers. Oh, yeah. And Michael Neese is coming up a little bit later on. He is. Uh, Of course, the Sixers taking on the Heat tomorrow night at Heritage Bank Stadium on the Gold Coast. You can hear that game live on SEN and the SEN app. Talking about twosomes today, because the Woodies, Mark Woodford's coming up on the show next. Mm. And we said, well, this reminds me of other twosomes. And I, Great duos. And I, Hall and Oates is top of the tree well, for Cam me. Cam said Tommy Lee and Pam. Of course. Yeah. Very good, those two. Mm. Very good. Have you ever good. seen that, um, the biopic, the, uh, bi- uh, the Dirt? No. On Motley Crue? Is it good? Oh, it is Phenomenal. A biopic is a movie. It's really a kind of based. Yeah. Autobiography okay. sort of, yeah. Steve from Dubbo's been on the text again. The rat is just a flog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Geez, they're fickle, aren't they? Mm. Um, all right, break time. Uh, Mark Woodford will join us after the break. We'll talk tennis. The Oz Open next. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. This is my holiday playlist. Don't it, look at me like that. Is our next guest, who's one of Australian sporting royalty, yes. is he on hold at the moment listening to us play the Beach Boys? Mate, Kokomo, that what? movie was unbelievable. Cocktail? Yeah. Great movie. Brian Brown, couldn't he mix a cocktail? Mm. Anyway, yes. Elizabeth Shue. Who? Elizabeth Shue. 
Oh, right, I don't even know. Her. Oh, was she the, uh, obviously the chicken? She was the girlfriend. And it was uh, Tom Cruise as well, wasn't it? It was too. There you go. Anyway, um, yes, he is on hold and he's going to talk to us now. He's a legend uh, of Australian tennis, part of the two Woodies. In fact, we're even doing uh, great twosomes of all time. Mine Laverne and Shirley is not quite up to the two Woodies. Mine's Cheech and Chong. Cheech. <laughs> yeah. Winning 11 Grand Slam titles. Olympic gold, 61 ATP titles, Davis Cup, etc., etc. He's part of the SCN commentary team tonight with BP. Joining us now, Mark Woodford. Welcome to Sports Day. <laughs> Fellas, what an introduction. You, you also forgot Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Another, another duo. Yeah. Is that your favourite? Abbott and Costello. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Abbott and Costello, I think, were probably my favourite. You're a, not that old. A, a little tacker. Woody, you're not that old. Well, I'm... Hey? I'm getting up there. I mean, that's why I probably did enjoy the Kokomo uh, little uh, song going there. I wish I was having a cocktail right now. Hey, Mark, before we get on to the Australian Open and what's going, what's been happening and also what's going to be happening tonight, just reading through your, yep. your very impressive uh, resume of, of wins, the Olympic gold. Now, of course, tennis and golf has historically not been part of uh, the Olympic uh, schedule. And all of a sudden mm. they introduce tennis and you win Olympic gold. Where did that sit when you when you weigh it up against playing and, and winning majors? Oh, but it, for, for us, it, it sat right up there, if if not at the very top. But um, uh, you, you know, you playing playing for your, virtually for yourself. I mean, there are team competitions like Davis Cup where you represent history, and when it's um, you know you get to game, set, match, and you know, uh, tour events like the Australian Open, it might be game, set, match, Woodford, or game, set, match, the Woodies. But when you're playing the Olympics, it's game, set, match, Australia. And I mm. think that's what resonated with us, um, the fact that you know we, we got to that particular uh, juncture playing for the gold medal. I think the, the more nerve-wracking, uh, the more uh, most nervous moment was Todd and I was the fact that when we, when we won the match, and getting up there and trying to remember the, the bloody lyrics for the anthem at the time. <laughs> like, you know, working it cohesively. Well, I'll take the first uh, um, stanza and you take the second stanza. So we were operating very well together. But it was uh, it was probably the uh, greatest highlight of um, my career. Yeah. Hey, how good was last night at the tennis? We had a couple of Aussies, unfortunately, um, drop out. Thompson and Pop, uh, Popperin. Popperin. But against Popperin. V- yep. very good opposition and we nearly saw a punch-up on centre court <laughs> with a player and a spectator. I've never seen anything like that before in my life, Woody. <laughs> well, it was, it, it, there were fireworks going on the court and as you say, uh, a bit of Biffo potentially, Novak Djokovic uh, um, was, uh, yeah, getting, I, I think, getting hassled by uh, one of the patrons sitting up reasonably close to the court and that was happening right in front of uh, the commentary booths down here. I mean, we're we're located right at, almost at court level, so superb view. But we could see Novak was uh, just getting a little rattled, and uh, not only was he he was having a, a problem with the this individual in the crowd, but it was also the opponent, Alexi Popperin. And uh, um, there was a big match also going on over on Margaret Court Arena with Jordan Thompson against Sitsipas, and both of our fellas you know, handled the the, the 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 matches and their opponents and they were oh so close. They made it exciting. But you have to remember, Popperin was playing against uh, arguably the greatest of all time. And Jordan Thompson is playing someone that is ranked 
you know, almost 30 or 40 uh, places higher in, in the rankings and who's done exceptionally well here in the past. So it, what could have been, it would have been absolutely brilliant if they'd engineered a victory, but it's the experience now that they have to build upon. It probably could have worked against Alexi Popper in your thinking because I was watching some social media uh, today and I saw Nick Kiros, who's doing some commentary as well, Mark, where he said, you know, the one thing you don't do with with um, Novak Djokovic is you don't rattle his cage. Don't try and rattle yeah. his cage because that's what he thrives off. And I suppose he would have thrived off that last night. I, I, I think it, it, it happened at a, at a, a key juncture. Um, and that was just when... Novak had uh, survived, I think, four set points, and potentially he could have gone down uh, two sets to one. Um, it, it didn't mean to say that the match was over and done with, because we've seen him revive himself uh, in those situations many a time. But I think right there, where it just got into that tiebreaker, is when um, the fella in the in the crowd started. Um, you, you know, I'm I not sure what to, he was saying verbally to him, but. You could just see Novak. It was like a little switch had uh, flipped and he started to play, I think, as as we probably were expecting him to, like the number one player. In that tiebreaker, he was immaculate and uh, he's a hard man to beat mm. when he's up two sets to one in a five-set format. Mark, before we let you go, and we've got to go in a minute, um, two Aussies in action tonight. In fact, Kokonakis, Tanasi Kokonakis walking out now to play. Um, how, yep. how do you think we might go tonight? Tanasi's got the game. Uh, you, you know, he's he is a big unit and uh, has presence. And clearly, um, you know, playing on Key Arena, that the fans are there, that they are packed in. They're in the first game. I think more importantly for Tanasi is how is he travelling physically? You know, he played a long five-step match the other night. Um, it was over four hours. Um, you know, again, because he's a big unit, how is his body going to react against Dimitrov, who might have a, a few more years on Tanasi, but he is in some of the best form that uh, we've seen since 2017, winning in Brisbane a few weeks ago, winning his first round match uh, against a, a really strong opponent. So I think Grigor Dimitrov certainly starts the favourite, but it's in Kokonakis' hands. And, of course, uh, Alia Tomlanovic, she's in action tonight as well. Don't forget that one. Mm. That, that's really the one that I'm looking forward to because, you know, if you've been reading if you uh, uh, about some history between Ostapenko and uh, Tomlanovic, Ostapenko, can, she can be a little quirky out there, but <laughs> these two have had words together um, at uh, times that they've played. So we're all wondering, uh, are, they, are they going to... Uh, you know, get into it tonight. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think that one is uh, very exciting. Mark Woodford, you're a legend, and it's a pleasure and an honour to have you part of the SEN team. Uh, thank you for your time on Sports Day tonight. And go the Aussies at the Aussie Open tonight. You betcha. Thanks for talking. Thanks, mate. There we go, Mark Woodford. What a champion. Why do tennis players have nice, ex-tennis players have nice voices? I know. Better than you rugby league blokes, I can tell you that much. Uh, SCN Station's leaving us for the Australian Open in just a moment. We want to keep listening. Look for us on the SCN app or listen via the stations across the Super Radio Network. Should be a good night of tennis tonight and hopefully the Aussies can get up. Sats, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Michael Nisa from the Brisbane Heat joining us. And some things that make you go, mm, make sure you get them into us. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day.
The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. This is on the playlist. This is what I like to play in my headphones as I'm walking onto the plane. You're not picking up what I'm putting down, are you? You are to? on the down downhill slope right now. I'm going. <laughs> have you have you actually packed your bag? Have no, you got, no. Are you one of those people that because I always pack my passport the night before? No, I uh, had this chat with uh, our boss Sam today. She goes, you're packed. I go, no. Nah. So I'd take about three pairs of shorts, four T-shirts. Two pairs of undies. Well, she said, you, what about jocks? I said, yeah, about three pairs. And you just rotate. Yeah, inside out, go for a swim. And that's the thing, right? Yeah. A swim is considered a shower slash When you're bar. on holiday. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And and also washing for underwear. Mm. So, as I said. Just no, be- I totally agree with you, yeah. I could, I, it sounds like I could travel with you. Yeah, it'd be good, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't be good, but I could travel. But it oh, I'd be, be able to fly at the pointy end with you. Yeah. That's Finally true. get myself an upgrade. Mm. Hey, um, coming up soon, um, we're going to have uh, Michael Nisa on the show joining us ahead of the uh, the qualifier tomorrow night at uh, Heritage Bank Stadium on the Gold Coast between the Heat and the Sixers. What are you laughing at? Oh, just some of our text messages around uh, the greatest duos. Um, we've got Ricky Bobby and Cal Norton Jr. That's my favourite at the moment. Um, we've got Torval and Dean. We've got uh, Tonya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. No, they weren't a popular duo. Uh, Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill. Remember Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill? Yep, yep. The old movies? Yep. You actually made a good a good uh, observation you, of a great duo, which was... Um, Laverne and Shirley. No, Clyde, the orangutan, oh, and Clint Eastwood. Yeah, how good were those yeah. movies? Every, every which way you can and every which way but loose. They were great movies. Mm-hmm. Well, that was in you and I were having a chat during the break because you want me to adopt a monkey uh, well, while I'm in Bali. Darren Lockyer adopted a monkey when he was on an end-of-season trip and attacked his head. <laughs> no, he used to sit at the bar. He used to sit at the bar and he'd feed it peanuts and <laughs> and um, and he, the, the monkey followed him everywhere. I'm, I'm just worried that the monkey and I might become fond of each other. You know other. he had like a dog... Like a dog lead on it. He'd That's walk, cruel. He'd walk around with a dog lead on it. No, you've got to go freestyle with a monkey. Mm. And that way you know if it likes you. But what if the monkey and I end up getting like matching tattoos and all that sort of stuff? Like, And I have to bring it home. How's it going to go with the cat? I'd lo- I want to see you get a <laughs> tattoo of the monkey. And it gets one of me. <laughs> Woogie. <laughs> Mr. I- Potato Head. Uh, I saw Mark Woodford. This is a text from New Zealand at Stanley Street, Auckland. When his first ATP title, that's Paul. Thanks for that text, Paul. Jeez, he was a good chap, wasn't he? Yeah, he's good. Very articulate. Very Which articulate. is really unusual for our show. Oh, crime scene saying, SEN, I've got you on Fanatic. Hutchie must have listened to me. He probably did. He may have, crime scene. Oh, so we're on Fanatic tonight, yes. Yeah. Take no luggage, wugs, and buy your stuff out. No, mate, I seriously. Yeah, Steve, I agree with that a little I bit. I travel so light. I don't, I'm not buying anything. I won't have time. I've, I've got a busy schedule. Do you know there's a uh, mate of mine, um, and shout out to Johnny out there, Johnny Daniel, 
He used to, at the end of like a working year, he used to grab a, just a backpack, throw a couple of yep. bits of clothes, and he used to go to Sri Lanka and yep. just live out of a little tiny backpack. That's the way to do it. Just off the land. And my family laugh at me. Like the daughters, my daughters and my wife laugh at me because I pack like two minutes before we go. I, can't, take a, I can't do that. I that take would, that a, would do my head in. I take a pair of thongs. Mm-hmm. I chuck some charges in and I'll just wear sneakers on the plane and I'll walk when I'm on holidays. But mm-hmm. that's it. I, I don't need anything. Mate, I travelled around the US for three weeks with two pairs of jeans and a couple of shirts and a suit because my mate was getting married. That's it. I'd overpacked. <laughs> I do overpack. I've got to say that. Uh, g'day, guys. Craig here. Uh, got a few duos for you. Kenny and Sterling. Oh, actually, Steve said Kenny and Sterling as well. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Brandy and Izzard, Strop and Hoags. Yes. And last but not least, BJ and the Bear. BJ and the Bear. We'll get him worm. After he comes back next week, I'll bet London to a brick that Rattus goes on holidays before the Vasculator becomes a Broncos member. Well. It's this weekend, he says. Late news, yeah. It looks like he's going to be a, a member as of this weekend. It's not going to happen. Hey, it won't said, happen. You said something in our WhatsApp group about. Yeah, well, that's going to be in uh, things that make you go yeah, mm, later on. Gotcha. Okay. I, it's a community service I'm doing tonight. Okay. It's my parting yeah. gift Okay. before I go on holidays. Yep. Uh, right here, big show coming up. If you've got something for things that make you go, mm, uh, let us know. 0457 736 736 if you're in New Zealand. We love our New Zealand listeners. Love you to be involved. Uh, or 1300 01 Right here, he's standing by. As Berendorf. Bowls to Nisa. He hoists this long six over backward square. He just leant back on the back foot, went Wooshka, and in the meantime brings up his 50. Berendorf bowls again, off his pads, over the boundary for six again. Nisa's on fire. Put him up the order. Here we go. We're hoping for a six. And you've got it! You've got it, another six over deep mid-wicket for Nisa. What an innings. He finishes 64 not out of 30 balls. And the Heat finish six for 191. Take a bow, Michael Nisa. What a knock. Yeah, what an innings that was. That he was used just... to be a bowler, that guy. I know. He used know. to be a bowler. You know, he's been he's been hanging around Boof too long. That's, actually, that's going to be one of my questions in our chat today. The Heat's taking on the Sixers tomorrow night on the Gold Coast, 6.40 Eastern Standard Time, and the man himself is joining us now. Michael Nisa, welcome to Sports Day. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Mate, good knock and sats. I know you were going off about the Kiwis yesterday, playing on small ovals and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But he was hitting those sixes in the last over from the far side on yeah. on the right, hitting big sixes. Furthest uh, boundary, yeah. Yeah, mate, unbelievable innings. You're batting at number seven. If the old greyhound track was still there, he was going over that as well. He would have been over the boxes, yeah, <laughs> easily. Uh, Nisa, Michael Nisa, do you want to bat further up the over or are you very comfortable uh, batting at number seven? Uh, not at this moment because the batters have been going really well, so... I'm pretty comfortable where I am. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I do pride myself on the batting, so if the chance to go up is available, I'll take it. Well, it's also so, it's so handy in this day and age, even in test match cricket as well. And um, But outside of the bowling, obviously your focus is, is the bowling, Mick, but 
How much time are you spending on your batting as well? And and who's actually helping you with the improvement in your batting? Yeah, so the last year, probably last year, it was Buff had a go at me for not batting enough. <laughs> uh, so I've been hitting a bit more balls um, with Chuck and Buff. So they've, they've been helping me a heap. Um, but yeah, I probably in the past focused more on bowling. Uh, just the way the makeup of the side was and where my body was as well. So I've uh, slowly started to hit a lot more balls, which is paying off. Hey, what do you make, what are you, the players, and I suppose you just got to be, play with the cards that you dealt with, but you've had great success at the <laughs> Gabba, then all of a sudden the finals start, mm. you've only lost one game in the in the regular season, the BBL, you've got to, miss, you've got to shift it to the Gold Coast. Um, so what was the, yeah, uh, what was the initial it. reaction when you heard that? Uh, it's obviously we prefer playing at the Gabba just with uh, how well we've gone there in the past and that's our home ground. But saying that, um, Gold Coast is a pretty nice spot to come down to. So, uh, and, and the wicket, I haven't seen it yet, but hopefully it's a belter. Um, and we have played well there in the past as well, so I'm not too displeased of going, coming down here. Hey, and I think a couple of boys... I've been tanning on the beach, so I'm pretty happy. <laughs> well, you've got some local Gold Coasters as well that are that are in the team, so they'll feel like Harlot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, mate, it's a great ground for cricket. I mean, I say you've played on it before. It's the green top, yeah. It was a drop-in mm. pitch. It'll be well prepared. I want to ask a question: Where do these bloody drop-in pitches come from? Is it is it someone's backyard <laughs> dug up and they just put it in the middle of Heritage <laughs> Bank Stadium? Where do they come from? Uh, it's definitely not my front yard because my front yard is a disgrace at the moment. Um, but I think they prepare them just locally, just around the corner, and then they ship them in. I think uh, the local groundsman, Rick, um, prepares them, his name is. And he uh, he's done a good job with them in the past. Uh, this one hopefully is better than the years gone by because they take a couple of years to settle, uh, settle down. So... You've probably seen the first couple of games on them weren't ideal, but they get better with time. So I'm predicting a better wicket this year round. Shorter boundaries too, mate. You might be dining out on that. I want to um, – you got a new bub? Um, now, no doubt yeah, you're getting – I got two. two oh, two. Of course, that's right. So no two, doubt you're yeah. getting plenty of rest, mate, plenty of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Not getting much sleep, but uh, the partner's awesome. She's uh, – let me sleep game days, which is helping. And then we got also a two-year-old who's keeping us busy as well. Yeah, nice. Now, with the, with the BBL, we're obviously seeing a lot of teams lose some of their stars. Of course, Chris Lins left at the back end of the, Ad- yeah. uh, the Adelaide Strikers. Uh, and the Heat have lost yeah. Munro and Billings as well. But I suppose yeah. a, a, the good part about this final is you, you get Matty Renshaw back. Yeah, exactly. We get... Uh, Matty back, which is great because um, he he's in the past provided us with quality knocks, especially in pressure situations. Taken back last year against the um, Stars, winning that ball in the last last sorry that last ball in the match winning runs there, and that got us into the finals. So Matty's great under pressure. Hopefully, we can go one further this year and actually win it. Yeah, exactly. Now the Sixers, your opponents. I'd- I've got to say, I think we all were prepared for you to, to play the Scorchers again. Uh, but the way they played, um, they were pretty impressive the other night, weren't they? Were you expecting them to to 
to be as high as what they were coming into this season? Uh, always knew they are going to be competitive. Didn't expect them to be Perth in Perth because it's a bloody hard place to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's a win for us. Um, knowing that they they got through and we got the home final, but if it comes to it, if say we had to, um, we lost yesterday, no, today, tomorrow, sorry, and then uh, we had to go back and play them again, rather play in Sydney, not Perth, because Perth's a bloody hard place to play. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and I reckon the whole competition is pretty pleased to see the back of Laurie Evans as well as he's gone over uh, yeah, to Abu Dhabi. Yeah, mate, uh, the bloke yeah. you've got to look out for, I guess, is Henrix. He was he was magnificent against the Scorchers the other night. The old fellow, wasn't he? Yeah. Hit a quality, quality knock there. So he's definitely one to watch out for. Hopefully our big fast bowler, Spencer Johnson, can knock him over and make quick work of him. Hey, I want to ask you a personal question, and Sats and I have talked about it on air before. You're at that age now, uh, Ness. You're about mid-30s. Um, you're banging on the door of Australian selection. It must be – you're just so unfortunate that you're playing behind three quality fast bowlers in the Australian team. And there's a couple – there's about three of you that just can't crack it on a consistent basis. Uh, have you ever thought at any stage that, hey, I'm just going to give up the dream of playing for Australia and I'm going to go and chase the dollars in T20 cricket around the world? Uh, not really, to be honest. I've always dreamed of playing test cricket. And the last, oh, I don't know how many years, I've pretty much de- dedicated all my time to playing red ball cricket. Um, and dream's still there to play test cricket. But, yeah, you're right. Those those big clicks, they don't break down, and they've been doing really well. So, I mean, it is what it is, but it's a great thing for Cricket Australia, I think, to have bowls like them just knocking down the door and bowlers coming through like, Joe Richardson, uh, Scott Bowen, mm. probably a little bit unfortunate they haven't played more. Um, but I think that's a testament to Australian cricket and the strength of it. What's the process, Michael, when you are part of that you know, that extended squad, when you're always being spoken about behind the, the big three there at the moment? Are you kept – is there communication that's continually um, – that's always kept up with you in relation to what's going on with the Australian team? Or is it just a matter of – if someone gets injured or out of form, that you get a phone call. But do you always get communication from Cricket Australia as part of that extended squad? Uh, yes and no. You can't kind of know where you are, so where you sit. So you don't need to be told all the time. Mm. Um, you can just see through their performances that have been killing it uh, for so long. So it's probably more where their workloads and whether they get injured, whether you're going to get a shot. Um, so there is communication, but uh, a lot of it you can just tell <laughs> because at the moment they're doing unbelievable. Mm. Yeah, they certainly are. Um, mate, keep plugging away and uh, give someone else a go tonight because I've got to admit, you were a bit of a <laughs> ball hog the other night with a couple of wickets, an outstanding <laughs> catch, all those runs. Mate, give someone else a go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hog. Yeah. yeah. All, right, all right. Who should I give it to? We'll go oh. Paul. Paul's our next. Yeah, get He's tall. have a good game tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, give Tall Paul a crack. Does he get the exit row on the flights just before we go? Does Six, he eight. get the exit row? Yeah. Um, yeah, you should get a business, but uh, I think he has been getting uh, the exit row. And what, about, and what about Spencer Johnson, the new millionaire? I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago. He goes, 
I don't know what I'm going to spend my money on. He's got, he's loaded now. He's got ton, tons of money in the bank and he's got good looks. Mm. What a bastard. Yeah, he's got everything. So We haven't seen his batting yet, but I'm pretty sure he can bat as well. Oh, yeah, probably. Wow. All right, mate. Yeah. We'll, let you, we'll let you go. Good luck uh, tomorrow night at Heritage Bank Stadium on the Gold Coast. Satch, you're saying what, it's a sellout or near near sellout? I went on to get tickets probably about two hours ago and it said that it, the, all the tickets yeah. available sold out. That's awesome. Mm. Absolutely awesome. Taking on the Sixers, our Sydney listeners are, are tuning in at the moment as well. They're not wishing you luck. Let's hope for a great game. Michael <laughs> Nisa from the Brisbane Heat, Cheers. thanks for your Thank time, you. mate. Thank you. Cheers. Jeezy was good the other night. It's going to be a good game. Sixers, uh, Moses on Ricks in form. Our mate Socky, as you said, mm. uh, from SCN. So big game for that. And the winner of that will go straight through to the final. Yep. And they'll either be hosted in Sydney or on the Gold Coast. So the loser gets a double chance. They'll play the winner again, the winner of uh, the Perth Scorchers and the Adelaide Strikers yes. in the BBL. 0457 736 736. Top twosomes or the best duos ever. Adam from Norellan says Harry and Lloyd. Of course, that's dumb and dumber. Harry and Lloyd. What about Mr. Brady and Sam the Butcher from Neil at Quakers I don't know Hill? what that is, Neil. Mr. Brady. Oh, Mr. Brady. Yeah. And Sa- Sam. No, it was. No, it wasn't Mr. Brady. It was. Um, uh, Sam was the butcher. Yeah, well, that's what he's saying. Sam yeah. is the butcher. And Alice, the housekeeper. Oh, from Brady Bunch. Yes. Oh. Hence, Mr. Brady. Um, no. No, am I getting this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, have I got that wrong? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Neil. Have I like Now, got... Ox is saying Ponch and Baker. Do you know who Ponch and Baker were? Wait, I'm still working out Mr. Brady. I'll explain it to you in the, in the break. Oh. Um, Ponch and Baker. <laughs> yes. Were they? Yeah. Oh. Ponch and Baker. Do you remember who they were? No. Chips. Oh, how good were they? Oh, that was great. You know, my wife thought mm-hmm. she was so cool growing up. She used to sit on the floor. Like, she's Tasmanian, so there's, there's excuses for this. No furniture. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Sat with a brother. Mm. They were sitting there on a set. No, on not like that. Lap. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Yep. They were little kids, mate. Okay, yeah. And she said, I was so good. On Saturday nights, we used to sit down and watch chips and eat chips. Oh. Is that, is that her humour? That's, That's a humour. No, it wasn't a humour. It was oh. actually what they did. Uh, out of Rat or Fletch, who, has had, who will have more time away? Yeah. I think... No, I think Rat's got him. Well, Fletch does four days, so he's actually classed as an employee. There's a text there. Don't read it out. It's about Woody's at the Australian Open. Hey, we also talked about fast bowlers who should make uh, Crash Craddock's list. On his list, uh, he's got Truman, Lilly, Marshall, Ambrose, McGrath, Hadley, uh, Wazzy Makram, Waka Yunus, Dale Stane, and Imran Khan. We think Alan Donald should be on there. Yes. Joel Garner. Joel Garner. Andy Roberts. Well, 133 says Colin Croft, if he played more tests. Absolutely. He was scary. He was. Their lineup was ridiculous. You know, Andy Roberts, you forget about Andy Roberts. But Michael Holding, whispering death. Yeah. Mm. Like, where was he? He was the godfather. Yeah. That you know, it's interesting um, reading about a lot of those those bowlers over the years and Mark War said about Kirtley Ambrose that he never bowled a bad first over. He set the, t- the tone for the West Indies. And Viv Richards always, always said about Kirtley Ambrose that he had the biggest heart of any player he ever knew. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, incredible. Um, what else is there? Wigging Worm, things that make you go, oh, well, hold on to that, things that make you go, hmm. 
Uh, don't read out skinny jeans. How about we go to a break? This is Sports Day. Uh, when we come back, things that do make you go, mm. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Sunday morning, man, she woke up fighting. All right, who's this? This Luke, is on Luke Combs. This is on my playlist. Mm. Such a good song, right? Michael says great combinations. I think it's bacon and avocado. Yeah, right, yeah. What about, um, I've got one for you. What about Glenn and some of his girlfriends? Uh, Glenn? Well, I don't know whether they exist. What about great combinations, Glenn and a puncher kit? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it'd be very helpful. All right, let's get him on. He reckons he's got another date. Glenn, yes, hello. Glenny, hello. Oh, he's got the radio going in the background. Like, so you ring the radio station and you want to go on the air. You think you'd be prepared, right? Hi, Justin. <laughs> How are you, buddy? Uh, <laughs> mate, I don't think we should talk to you hey, tonight. How are you and going? Also, how are you no, going, Glenn? You travelling okay tonight? I'm going all right, mate. Good stuff, buddy. Okay, what can I'm we do for you? I'm going a little bit better than the West Indian cricket side at the moment. Yeah, mate. you're right. You're right. You make a good point. Mm, I don't know. Good to hear from you, pal. What's going on? No. Yeah, I often make a good point, mate. In fact, I make a good point every time I come on. <laughs> okay. I agree. All right. I agree. Can we, can we end this now, please? Glenn, have a nice... Yeah, you can, mate. All right, mate. Have a nice date. See you, mate. Bye. <laughs> that, that, that's dangerous. That was dangerous. Here they come. Here come the texts. I love him, but I look. I you know love what? his enthusiasm, mate. I love him as I well. I love him that he loves I, us, mate. I actually love to hate him, but I love him. And you're right. I love the fact he loves us, mm. and I love the fact he gives up his time to ring every night. Yep. But don't do it, pickled. Do you think what? he's all right? He didn't sound. He actually didn't sound okay. A little bit down. Yeah. Hope you're right, Glenn. Mm. So that's that's an egg. Oh, that's an egg not and an avocado. avocado. Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> gotcha. Can we um, get the lady from the bottle shop to do a rea- uh, welfare check on Glenn? Now, um, gents, this is Daniel from Prairiewood on the SEN app, says regarding fast bowls, what about Shoal Bakhtar? Yes. His nickname, the uh, Raul Pindi Express. He's yep. the fastest bowler in cricket in history and unbeaten yep. 161.3 kilometres per hour. He was also in Slumdog Millionaire. Was he? Yeah. No, apparently he's okay. He's just got back from the pub. He's okay. Okay, cool. He might be okay tomorrow. <laughs> Shane Flanagan has said, as a club, we had to protect yourself. We did the right thing in terms of Ronald Volcom. Uh, do you agree? Well, you... Say that again. So Shane Flanagan has yep. finally spoken out about the Ronald Volkman. The Ronald Volkman. Volkman. What did he say? And he said, as a club, we had to protect ourselves. We did the right thing. Do you agree? By releasing him. Yep. Well, yeah, he's going to take if he's not going to play for the year. But it, the contract hasn't been registered yet. If the contract was registered, different story. Mm. He'd be they'd be having to look after him and wait out his surgery and get him through rehab and get him back onto the field. So and it's not their responsibility, is it? I hadn't signed him. 
Well, they've, he'd signed a contract, but it just hadn't been registered with the NRL, apparently. So it's not ratified until the NRL register it and put it into the salary cap. So, um, yeah, I, I still think I still think the Dragons really need to do their research and and um, and just not be so urgent about trying to um, trying to release the yeah you know, the signing because they need to do that for yeah. their fans that they're they're being active and in the market. So. Yeah, they need to do their research. The manager should have known exactly what was going on with Ronald Bachman, and if he didn't, he should have. If he did, well, he needed to disclose it. Rooster Muzz is suggesting he should play Glennon golf. You might win. <laughs> Rooster Muzz, don't listen to Woogie. He's making out that I'm a horrible golfer. Mate, I beat you with my two you, partners. Listen. One of them is nearly only, 60. You only ever play me with a competent partner. They want to play with me because they want to be on the winner's side. Mm. I'll, I'll quote again, quote, unquote. Andrew McCulloch and I got an eagle on a par four. <laughs> you played, You didn't even get your club out of the bag. I did because we both had to hit. I just laid up the middle. He drove the green There's on nothing, a par four. You've, ne- you've never laid anything up the middle. Okay. I so, have. I saw you. I saw you. And who were you playing with? Yeah, my nephew Blake. I saw you, Blake. You've been hiding in the bushes. <laughs> Every time I turn around. Hey, great duos. Yeah, Burn and Ernie. Um, Iron Bronco says Cheech and Chong. Talk, talk it up, man. Talk it up, man. <laughs> kind of grabs you by the boo boo, don't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Cheech and Chong. Imagine making that movie now. Wouldn't be allowed to. Oh, you can't do that. Who's talking about that? That's the, the, that's the millennials. <laughs> what about porkies? Gen y. Do you reckon be allowed to make porkies No, today? no. Fast Ma- times at Ridgemont High? No way. Imagine making a porkies now. Yeah. Like, you, you just couldn't do it. Okay, so where does uh, where does Fonzie, who, who, who would you team him up with? Is it Richie? What with? What are you talking what, about? Great duos. Well, Mrs. Said, C? No, Chon, uh, Chachi and Joni. Yeah. Hmm. I've seen. So, a lot. could you make happy days now with a fully grown man hanging around school kids and having his meetings in the female toilet? Uh, couldn't make it. No, you couldn't. No. And stealing from the jukebox. Yeah. And suspicious relationship with Mrs. C. It was a little bit, yeah, a little bit quirky, wasn't it? Yeah, she was a little bit. Oh, how's that? Hmm. Um, we're getting a lot of texts which I can't read out on air. Yeah. I'd like to. But they're about the Brady Bunch. It sounds like it was keys in bowls. Yeah, it was a little bit like that at stages. Yeah. That's disturbing, yeah, the stuff bit, I'm reading. Well, there you go. You wouldn't be able to make the Brady Bunch today with what was going on behind closed doors. Yeah, but the stuff on the screen was on. I just wanted to have a house like the Brady Bunch. You know, when you're growing up, you look and they go, I don't now. <laughs> I, I don't want to be on the Brady Bunch, right, after reading some of these texts. Yeah. It, this is rubbish, right? No, 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 no. That's if you Google the yeah the the urban legends around the Brady Bunch, it's it's quite yeah, poor Alice. It's quite concerning. Alice was busy <laughs> behind. Mate, the... don't worry, Mister Brady was busy as well. Yeah. Anyway, Wardoff and Statler as partnerships. The Muppets. Yeah. Well, Miss Piggy and Kermit. Mm. How good were the Muppets? Yeah, hey, we we talk about often. Off the air, but we talk about yeah, how good the Simpsons were at predicting the future, right? Yep. And I have no doubt Trump 
took off what happened in The Simpsons, where he went down the escalator with Melania and all that. But what about the Muppets? You look at Miss Piggy. Yeah. That is a lot of women now. With all of the, the me, fake hey? lips and the fake eyelashes. It, they, were... they don't have snouts, but. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just looking at the, the cosmetic work. You're going to service paradise on a Saturday night. Seriously. What are we talking about? You're, you've, you've really given up, haven't you, the mate, last 40 minutes? I just want to go. Can I, can I? Mate, I'm just rattled about Alice. In the Brady Bunch? Yeah. Now, don't worry about Glenn. The dubstonator says. Yeah, He's right. a seasoned campaigner, an icon of the airways. I can't agree anymore. Stretchmark says Glenn turns up more than Matty Rogers. <laughs> he does. <laughs> hey, Woogie and Worm, the other night, and not for the first time, oh, someone sounds a bit needy, I gave you blokes a list of outstanding Australian rock and roll songs by Australian bands. Rooster mm-hmm. Muzz, I asked him what, to WTF. log these, and he wanted to put in his own crap. This is my okay. holiday music. WTF has oh you've got rid of it. I tell you what, um, I tell you what Woogie is planning to do on his holiday. He's thinking about taking his fire stick to watch streaming shows. No, well that's a, that's an Amazon product. It's all yeah, right. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with that? What am I going to do late at night? Watch Indonesian news? No, don't you don't you drink and then just fall asleep? <laughs> you want me to drink and pass out? That's irresponsible. Kokonakis, by the way, is down five two. In the first set. Is he playing against Rud? Dimitrov. Yep. Dimitrov. Mm. Uh, all right, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, get your things that make you go mm, in because that is on the way next here on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Nearly uh, to the end of a working week for Sports Day, at least. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Um... Uh, we'll have Cam's last laugh, won't we, in the next segment? Yeah. Wrap the show up. 302 saying they still want me to stick it to you. Just stick it to him, Sats. About what, though? Just you. But being what have I, you. What, what's happened, though? Well, just you being you. What have I done? Anyway, do whatever you have to do. Time for this. Things that make you Things that make you What do you got for a Satsy? 9070 says, uh, well, this is our snap kick to the nostrils, says that <laughs> the things that make you go, hmm, is that you can get depressed the last two days before holidays, waiting for them. No. Nah. You've nah. been up and about. I'm up and you about. Been. I haven't been this happy in ages. You've done nothing in relation to the show, but. Georgina from Mudgee. Uh, things that make you go, mm. guys, watch two dragon players who may be Smokies for this year's New South Wales team in either game, Zach Lomax and Moses Suley. They'll play Origin. They'll, say, they'll play Georgina, Origin. So. Things that make it, that, is that a thing that makes you go, mm, all right. So, Tedesco is going to play fullback, which you think he would because he's mm. the captain. You, you're thinking Trebojevic and Latrell, if they're playing well and fit, will be the other centres. So... And outside of that, then you've got Bradman Best and Stephen Crichton as well. Crichton may find himself on the wing. Um, that's an interesting one. 
Um, gents, another one. Things that make you go, mm, the fake eyelashes Woogie just brought up. I don't get it. I have never heard a bloke say she would be hot if she had longer eyelashes. I agree. Yeah, I like them. You know what I don't like as well? The lips. The big lips. My daughter at a stage there was wearing really big, long eyelashes. I said, no. You... Like how long? Well. It... But they look fake. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I used to demoralize her a little bit. Probably not the oh, right. You, well, they probably don't the, probably not that. the right parenting. No. I'm glad my miso doesn't do any of that rubbish. Mm. Like no fake lips. You do no, it. Right. No, they won't. No, yeah, they won't. get to it. No, the ring is. You can't buy Ranger eyelashes, can you? <laughs> now, things that make you go, hmm, when someone says, don't worry about my dog, he'll lick you to death. Yeah, what, Does that what? mean I'm still going to die? Things that make you... Good point. Good point, Cam. Mm. I've got one for you. Actually, this is a life hack, not yep. just a thing that makes you go, hmm. Yeah. What about this? Um, KO from end of February. Love KO, by the way. Good supporters of the station. Uh, it goes up to $420 per year from the end of February, right? Really? Mm. That's if you got two screens. Yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah. uh, this is something I've read, right? So currently it's 360 Okay. So over 12 months, that's is that $30 a month? I don't know if I pay that much, but anyway. I let's, don't think I do either. Let's, call, anyway. it, let's call it that, right? Yeah. Um, if you join an AFL club, you get it cheaper. Now, we had this on. We had this on about, uh, we had a Western Bulldogs. Now, young Sammy, who. That's right. Who sat in for Daddy Vaswan. He he was a member of Western Bulldogs. And got free KO. Because he got free KO for the year, but he doesn't even follow them. No. Yeah. This is, this is how good it is. So the list is the cheapest AFL club, Greater Western Sydney. $231. So you buy that as a membership? Yep, and you get free KO free for, 12, for 12, months. 12 months. Okay. Brisbane Lions, $242. So who's the most expensive? Uh, Hawthorne and Carlton, $280. Sydney. Don't even give you that option. Not an option. And in, in our research, the West Coast Eagles, their website was broken. <laughs> Just kind of sums up their year, doesn't it? So, but how good is that? But a lot of the membership too, like if... If you're a Melbourne supporter, you get 40% off Demon's uh, shop. Pretty good, isn't it? Mate. I'm going to look into that. Why aren't the you know, – I mean, well done to KO for doing this, yeah. right? That's their way of supporting the AFL and AFL clubs, and I, I reckon that's awesome. But why isn't the NRL doing this? What was the um, – what's the electricity company? Um, the one I'm with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one that sponsored Linter. the uh, Linter Energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they had 12 months free sports. Yeah, and it they? ran out, and I rang them, and they re um, they redid it again for yep. 12 months. Mm. So I don't pay for KO. Yeah. But well done. I reckon that's – I mean, obviously, KO carries AFL games. Yeah. And does it very well. And in re- this, is the, this is the payback for the fans who become members of clubs. I reckon well done to the clubs and well done to KO. That's a great initiative. Yeah, good deal. You said there's an NRL. The NRL will release a spectator code of yeah. Conduct. I can't find it. There was an email. There was an email that came out today. There's new rules for spectators. Has Daddy? Has Daddy read it? Daddy, have you read it? Have you got it, Daddy? Oh, okay. So no, a it spectator. Is out. I got an email on it today. NRL spectator code. You talk amongst yourself. A spectator code of conduct. So, of course, we've got the new fan code in tennis, where you're allowed to basically just get up and and go at certain parts of the game, not at the end of. Changeover now or the end of a set, 
Um, a spectator code of conduct. You know who it is? NRL spectator code of conduct. Conduct. Yep. Um, the National Rugby League had, today has announced that the introduction code of conduct to strengthen the collective responses of clubs. Blah, 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 blah. The code has been designed to ensure the safety and well-being of players, club personnel, match officials, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it clearly outlines the game's expectations of fans when attending events. The code is now available. You've got to log on to it. Oh. oh, my God. Now I've got to go to... That's 30 seconds of our life. Hang on. Uh, read that. out a couple of... Uh, Another uh, outstanding show, fellas, on the back of an absolutely outstanding week. Pure radio gold and woogs. Um, hope you have a great holiday. Don't get come back too soon. Your flog. Steve. Okay. Yep. At an event, spectators must... Not use foul, indecent, obscene, threatening, insulting. Well, that's always been there, yeah. Or abusive language. Or make racial or threatening remarks or gestures. Now, um, Latrell copped it pretty bad at Penrith, was it, last year, last I season? Mm. Um, not engage in any violent act. Yeah, well, that's, all, that's all standard, yeah. Not disrupt, interrupt, or behave in a manner that may disrupt an events or any other activity at the venue. Not disrupt, interrupt, or behave in any manner that may disrupt or interrupt any official. So this is all just pretty. If you got rid quiet, of the, if you got rid of the touch judges, it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> no, not enter the venue or playing area without proper authorization. Not hinder, obstruct, or interfere with any. See that that rule should be dropped. We should at least allow one streaker. Right. Yes. Per weekend. Yes. Uh, not. How about this one? Not throw. Or kick any stone, bottle, or projectile. I get that. Stone. Where no stone unturned. Turn, hey. Not engage in con 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 conduct that might corrupt. Oh, yeah, betting. Uh, hey, Daniel. He's got one here also about best duos. Um, He-Man and Battle Cat. Can you remember that? No. Masters of the Universe. No, I, I have, never got into that. Yeah, I used to have the big skull, skull castle, and nice. Yeah. Uh, right here, we're going to go to a break. Cam's sending us through a few texts uh, for the last laugh. Yeah, he's got a couple here. Actually, let me read this out from Bondi, uh, Bondi Jack before we go. Talking about bowlers, the most lethal of the express greats were Stain, Lily, Ambrose, Marshall, Holding, Tyson, and Truman. The greatest finesse quicks, McGrath, Hadley, Garner, Donald, Imran, Pollock. Pollock! Strong Pollock, yeah. He's not on the list. Bondi no. Jack, good list there, Bondi Jack. Break time, sports day. Back in a moment to wrap it up. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is sports day. We'll be back in a moment. Uh, a couple of more tech sats and then we're going to get into the last laugh. Add this one. Rabbitohs fans can only wear Rabbitohs jerseys to Rabbitohs games. Well, funny you should say that because is the random Souths guy really a random Souths guy anymore? When he's not really. So he's a regular Souths guy. Yeah. Daniel from Prairiewood says, Thanks, uh, things that may go, hmm, young Sammy and Daddy Vass have to be on the podium for the most frugal humans. Sam declared himself a Roosters fan, yet isn't a member. Instead, opts to be a member of a rival football club from a rival code to cash in on cheaper KO. <laughs> but he'll pay, That'll do me. But he'll pay 150 oh, I better play this. This is Sam who fills in. Um, he paid 150 bucks like a day to go to the tennis. Oh. I know. The skilled beers man says things that may go, hmm, is people that didn't cry at the end of the iron claw. 
What's it about? Uh, it's about a family of wrestlers. It's based on a true story. Ah, uh, yeah. I Zac think I've Efron. It looks awesome. Hey, Kokonakis, really by the way, has lost the first set. Mm. Just want to let you know that. Hey, boys, I'm just looking at uh, two-game flexi sideline membership. Is this for the Broncos? Yeah, 150 bucks. So two games? Yeah. And you choose whatever two games you want. Two games, $150? Yeah, sideline, though. That's expensive. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Behind the posts, 80 bucks. And do you get other you get other paraphernalia? You get a pack, today, you get a yeah. pack and stuff. Like stickers and I haven't got my sales membership pack yet. I think I had to do something. We had to pick something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, right, uh, boys. Wally Old Dog here says, but picking my dream team of bowling attack would be Ambrose holding Lily Marshall. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's a, mate, those West Indian would bowlers have been hard the 80s days, and 90s. Would have been hard days back then. Well, we heard Casper say last night his first ball, he was facing Ian Bishop. Yeah. And not one batsman in front of him. Yeah. A fielder in front of him. They're all behind him. Yeah, remember the West Indies, their slips, Corden? They had like seven slips and a gully. And a... Hey, Bishy, Bishy, hit him. Hit him with the ball, Bishy. On sports day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. Yeah. Says, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. Right, so, mate. Cam used to work at an Indian restaurant, and he, he's so secretive, the this restaurant. This is Cam, one of our yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah. That he had, to, he had to sign a legal agreement that was so secretive that they wouldn't share the flatbread recipe. It was just a standard non-disclosed agreement. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're gone, Cam. You're out. Yeah. No, you're garbage. out next. Hey, uh, have fun. Have yeah, fun, Woogie. I will, boys. Uh, if you want to get holiday, a, mate. Thank you, mate. If you want to get a, a, a copy of the podcast. Can you send a pasty white photo? <laughs> I will. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, we're all out of here. Um, have a great weekend. See you in a couple of weeks. Rat is back Monday night. See ya. Good day.